And it is six o'clock in the morning. If you're hearing my voice, you know Vaynut is on holiday. <laughs> He's gone camping again. His happy space, Vaynut is camping again, which gives me the opportunity to spend daybreak with you. But I'm not alone. No. When, uh, you know, uh, Wusi Liu knows if when he comes and he has to do the knopis here at Radio Pulpit to join Janine, I'm never going to have him sit in the corner. Hello, Wusi. Hi, Janine. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. Great, great, thing. So you. this past week, I was fascinated by faith. Right there, you think, yeah, we've spoken about this a million times. You know, when Romans says the righteous shall live by faith. Yes, yes. Uh, and not only Romans, there's lots and lots of scripture that says the righteous shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing a lot of reading, I realized that faith is a spiritual principle just like gravity is a physical principle. It's a fact. Mm. And I realize that when you realize that whether it's Satanism, witchcraft, whether it's New Age, they all use exactly the same faith principle, the Hebrews 11, 1 to 6 principle. Now, faith is, is the assurance of things hopeful, the conviction of things not seen. Right there. That mm. thing right there is the exact formula the rest of them use as well, which means... If you use, it doesn't matter with what heart you use faith, it's a fact of life. Yeah. Okay. So this started, I started to try and understand. So what's the difference? What's the difference then? Mm. Um, If it's not a godly principle, but a spiritual principle, what's the difference between godly faith and worldly faith? What do you see? The difference between the two. Well, well, for, do you see that happening? No, it is true. For me, how I have, and I've literally also just come to this realization recently, probably in a few months ago, where I, I had that aha moment that it is a law. And um, I said to you off air that um, someone said there's nothing wrong with being a copycat, but you just have to make sure that you copy the right cat. Yes. So it is a fact that the enemy, the devil knows God and he knows that whatever God does works. Mm. And um, it was just a given that he would copy the things that he saw when he was Lucifer in, in heaven that are working the principles and everything. And um, he knows that they work because they are from God. They're true. They are true. It's yes. Truth. It's, 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 I think I'll, I want to use these words. It's rules of engagement. <laughs> yes. If you're going to engage in spirit, Spiritual things, there are rules of engagement. And he just took all that thing, the things that he knows works, and he perverted them. Exactly. They're not the same. Yeah. So I thought we've got to talk about this. If we want to do Christianity, if we want to live life with God, we've got to do it his way. So there's a his way and a not his way. And when we're talking about faith, and you, you've got to tell me if you agree with this. Um, worldly faith seems to be faith that gives you the illusion that you're in control. So it says that if I have enough faith, if I believe well enough, then what I believe, it will happen. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense for Satan to grant that belief because obviously now you'll believe in him more. And it's the same when it comes to, I'll I'll go to that one just now. So godly, um, secular faith, Worldly faith gives you the illusion of control. And godly faith is always submitted to the will of God, to God himself. Yes. 
that's a huge difference mm. because suddenly your prayer is not God, let this happen, let this happen, let this happen. Suddenly your prayer is your will be done, your kingdom come as earth as it is in heaven. That means you subjected to his will, to his timing, to his bride, which means it, uh, the whole um, Romans scripture that says um, everything works for the good for those who love Romans him and are called according to yes, yes, yes. according to his purpose is subjected to his will. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what I'm concerned about. All right. Is I see secular faith playing out in Christians in the church. When I say that is we use that same scripture, Romans 8, 28. And we say, if it's true that everything works together for the good, then it must work together for my good. Then I've got the right to pray my good. Nah. So I've got an account in front of me mm-hmm. and it is daunting. So because, um, because it says something like that, all things work together for the good. It must mean that I can now pray, God, will you please provide for me this? If you're a farmer... And you need rain. The first thing, you don't, you don't pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. You pray for rain. Yes. But godly faith says, I'm submitted to God. Worldly faith says, I'm in control. So suddenly, the church starts saying, and then using um, uh, scriptures like in Proverbs, where it says, what you think is what is going to happen. Uh, what is that scripture? Um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we use a scripture like that. And suddenly we take the scripture and we use it as a qualifier. That's the reason why I must determine what I think. I must determine what I say because it creates my reality. Sure. How many times have you heard that, that sermon? Hmm. It is. Backed with scripture. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if there's a distinction between godly faith that submits to God and his will and his timing, then what does it say if that's the same way I pray? I'm concerned about that. And, I, and, and because you're confronted with it, you start asking yourself, am I still, is my prayer, is my faith still submitted to God? I think the the key thing with this faith thing or anything spiritual is who um, who or what is the object of your faith yes. in this particular case. And what you are raising is that um, the world makes us, it's all about how we are able to, um, the worldly faith in yes. commerce, it's all about what we can, we, and think about it, how, what did the devil say um, in, in heaven? If I could, if I could, it, it, it makes us the center of everything it moves the focus from god and godly faith continues to put its trust and its focus on god as the one who is in total control yes that's the one thing that fascinated me the other thing was where god used where jesus when he was on earth used ye of little faith because now that's a scary one too he used it a few times when referring to when we worried about food, when we worried about clothing, when, when they were afraid in the storm. I mean, <laughs> he was asking them, ye of little faith, why are you worried? 
why are you so afraid? But the storm was literally raging around them. They thought they were drowning. And then they were afraid. And he said, ye of little faith. So fear, that's a problem. Um, and then also when we've got all kinds of, of um, thoughts and ideas, we, when we have conversations about the small things of faith, he says that is, that's when Paul says it's ye of little faith. Um, also when they couldn't drive out the demon, the deaf and the dumb demon, what did he say? Ye of little faith. And I'm listening to this and I'm saying, I'm a ye of little faith. <laughs> I'm a ye of little faith. Yeah. Because, and then we had this conversation last night. Isn't it the same faith that we used to get saved? It is. We don't have one faith to get saved. One faith that believes he's real and that is huge and that he created the universe. It's like there's, there's parts that we've got no problem having faith in mm-hmm. but when it gets close to the skin you know when it's when we're out of control yeah like for instance when you've got enough money you've got no problem believing that god is a god of provision yes absolutely i truly believe that god look at that god provides in all my needs but the moment you don't have enough money to pay the bill and and there's a, a deadline looming and you might be kicked out of the house Suddenly, you find out that faith was thinner than you thought, <laughs> or that it maybe isn't even there. Mm-hmm. But isn't that how we move? Isn't that how faith is built? Yes, um, that's, that's honestly how it is built, by the different circumstances that we find ourselves in. And that's how you know whether you have faith or not during those um, challenging times. You never know you have something until you are tested whether you do or you don't. Yeah. And um, so I think um, um, I'm going to find the scripture. The testing of your faith produces patience, produces... I'm going to yes. find it for you. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's important that we go through different situations that build our faith or that grow our faith. Um, and I think... 1 uh, Peter 1 yes. verse 16. And I, I think, I think I'm, 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 I'm tempted to say they're not actually growing our faith they are growing our trust those two go together those two go together because let's ask ourselves why is it so hard to believe if it's if it was possible for us to believe in an invisible god yeah. and it changed ourselves to be from unsaved to saved immediately immediately yeah. And we believe it. I'm looking back at that circumstance when I got saved and I know that I know that I know and no one can convince me differently. And you're telling everybody that you are saved. Because it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. So if if it was possible to do that, then why is it... Is it so hard when it's the same God that did that miracle? Because it was a miracle. The greatest, actually. It's the same miracle mm. as when the arm grows on yes. or the people are raised from the dead. It's mm. the same miracle mm. getting saved in the first place. Mm. Um, but I want to go back to that Mark 14. Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. No, 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 not that one. Uh, 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 faith builds on faith. Romans 1. Um, for it is the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Faith builds on faith. Sure. So faith is also a miracle, isn't it? Hmm. So you used a little faith to get saved. And God gave you that faith, according to Romans 12, yes. a measure, a of, measure faith. of faith. Yes. And then he starts doing life with us, building on the previous faith that he gave you. Hmm. So I'm not concerned, Bruce. I'm not concerned that my faith will not be big enough for the challenge because he says he won't take us into anything that we can't handle. 
this is the God that we serve. Faith is built on faith. Uh-huh. But sometimes I think we just need to be confronted with this thing to ask ourselves, are we still using godly faith um, instead of worldly faith? faith? Because it does creep in gradually, doesn't it? Yes, I, I think I believe it does. And um, that's where we need to be careful um, because we live in this world where there's so much information out there. And then we can end up mixing this thing and making this nice stew Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, that we now call faith but it has so many there are so many things that have leaked in that are that have got nothing to do with what, what god meant um and what god means when he says we must have faith and we must trust and so on yeah so, so we, we gotta be very careful that we don't find ourselves actually leaning more to the worldly faith than uh godly faith if you call the it. reason i'm asking that this morning as well is why when Abram believed God, it was counted to him as righteousness. Why does faith convert to righteousness in God's perception? And righteousness is, God's, is right standing with God, mm. is being guiltless. So unbelief has then got something to do with sin. When faith And why is faith something so pleasing to God when you have it? Mm. So it's definitely something that I think we need to focus on every now and then. Um, also, and then I want to get to the scripture I was, I was asking you. You know why our faith gets rattled sometimes? Is when God says no. Is, is when we ask for something and now, now at least we can measure it. We can measure whether what we asked for was my will be done or God's will be done. So that's one of the reasons he says no. But sometimes, Mark 14, here's Jesus. He's got to go to the cross and he knows this is going to be really, really bad. Satan is the one moment in history. Satan has got him in his claws and now he can do with him what he wants. And Jesus knows what's coming. I would also sweat blood at the thought. And he prays, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I will, but what you will. So we get into circumstances. It's not our fault that we're there. Um, sometimes God uses exactly the scripture we're using, 1 Peter. You've been grieved by various trials so that the testing, that it tests the genuineness of your faith. Okay? So you're in the circumstance. You don't understand and all of that. We know that thing. But now God says no. Maybe God says no to you for rain so that someone else who asked that, please, it can't rain now because of this, this, this. If you've got a bigger perception of yourself, there's a reason why there's no. And that's why I don't want to be God, because he's caught up with those kinds of situations. Eight billion situations like that. Eight billion (laughs) on all of the different levels of society. Huh? So that is what I'm saying. Are we willing to submit to a God's will when he's the only one that's got the full picture? It goes back to trust. It goes back to trust, Fus. So... Mm. This is a lifelong thing, but that's the reason why we get into the word every day is to realign, get our faith back to pure faith, realign every, that's why you need to be in the word every day is to realign. That's why you go to church is to realign because on your own, you can read that scripture and sometimes you can make it say what you want to. Yeah. And we can drift. 
And we can drift exactly, and it happens gradually every time. You don't, you don't mean to go there, but then you end up there. And today we're asking the question, let's realign with the word of God. Will we be justified by faith? Will our faith be counted to us as righteousness? Is it submitted to God? Are we fine with God saying maybe or, or saying not now, later, or even saying no? Will that shake our faith? Has it shook, has it shook your faith? Are you sure that you still love God, even though he's taking you through the valley of the shadow of death? And I want to ask you to use black and white, write, send me a WhatsApp or a Telegram to 082-657-2729. Let's realign this morning. The question God is asking you is if we talk about faith Maybe you've heard this sermon and you are, you are proclaiming your will and expecting God to honor that because his word says. <laughs> and God is asking you, do you trust me? Do you trust me? Can you have faith in, in who he is, that he's sovereign, that he's almighty, that he's a loving God, that he knows what he's doing? So that when you need to pray, because now here's the last thing, Bus. I found that sometimes because of what's happened in the past, disappointment between me and God in the past, <sighs> that it becomes harder for me to have faith. You know, so I prayed for someone to be to be uh, healed, specifically healing now. Mm -hmm. So many times you sit next to your child's bed and they're sick and and the panado hasn't helped and the whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and your heart goes out to them. You're sitting in front of someone who wants a child, but you're too scared to pray because you have done that in the past and it hasn't worked. Mm -hmm. Or even for someone who's, who's um, caught in the ravages of drugs or alcohol or mm -hmm. something like that. Or you're in a marriage and you've been praying for I don't know how long. It's so much harder to keep having faith when you've been disappointed in the past. But then I think of Peter and his buddies fishing hmm. all night long. And Jesus coming and standing there on the shore saying, just throw it out on the other side. As if they haven't thrown it out on that side how many times through the night? They wouldn't have just gone to the one side. They would have tried everything by now. And then they say they're based on it because you say so. That's key. That that there, what you just said, is the key. And I think our pursuit should be what is God saying yes. about this matter and so on. Because once you have that, it will uh, determine what happens next. you got to make that out for yourself. Yeah. Is the word the word of God? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of the Samaritan. I'm going to turn this around. The yeah. Samaritan win, woman. So she's done a lot of wrong. Five husbands and she's not staying with the other one. Now. You know, so Jesus says to her, I'm not here to judge you. Go and sin no more. If you turn that around with, with your faith as well, and you think to yourself, based on experience, based on everything I've seen so far, I'm standing here and I can't have faith anymore, Lord. You know what? God knows what you've been through. Yeah. He knows why you struggle to have faith right now. He knows that. He knows what he's asking is a lot. And yet he's still asking it. 
yet he still wants that faith. He still wants it. Mm -hmm. So for it to be possible at all, we got to have a go and sin no more attitude now to say, there had to have been a reason for his no's or his not now's. There had to have been his reason. Mm -hmm. And I've heard people saying that with a lot of contempt. Yeah, right. God has got a reason, Moss. <laughs> that offense in your heart. Yeah. But it's helping no one. You're not helping yourself or your relationship to God. No. When Peter stood before him and Jesus asked, are you guys going to go as well? And he said, where must Where I go, Lord? go, Lord? Why? You're the only one with the words of life. Mm. Maybe this morning you get to that point where you say, I don't have a physical, logical reason to have faith again. But based on what you say, Lord. I will. I put my trust in you again. Mm -hmm. I put my faith. Where else must I put my faith? What, in yourself, in the world, in people around you? How's yeah. that for wasting time? Yeah. Because you say so, Lord. If that is you, if that is you, write it. Send me a WhatsApp or a Telegram. This is not for me to see how many people say yes. This is for you to use your fingers and to use an intentional, it's like, it's like just for you to use all your senses and your time and everything you've got at your disposal to say, Lord, I say yes. And even if I feel I've got no faith, this is him doing it. He's the one who has you living on faith. Your responsibility, your, your privilege is to say, Lord, I don't care what happened in the past. I say yes. I want to have faith. Here, I put what I have, the measure of faith you put in me. I put that measure of faith in you. And Lord, we stand before you. And we acknowledge that there is no answer outside of you. You are God, sovereign, king of the universe. You created this world your way, and we submit to you. We acknowledge that your truth is in your word, and that there is no other truth. And we know for a fact that we cannot base our opinions based on this physical world we live in. We acknowledge that you know that you know. That what you know is right and it's truth. It's a hundred percent perfect. We acknowledge that, but we want to say it with ourselves. Here we stand before you, Lord, and we submit to you again. We submit our praise to you. We submit our faith to you, Lord. Help us. Show us, Holy Spirit, when that faith tries to manipulate you. When we try to manipulate you with our faith. And expect you to jump to our will. Lord, sorry for every time we do that. Even with the best of intentions, you know our hearts. And we ask you to wash away our sin. As far as the east is from the west to the depth of the sea, remove the scarlet and make us whiter than snow so that we with all boldness can stand before you and can say, we belong to you and you are ours, Lord. You are our God. We are your people and we will be living by faith. 
we will be the righteous who live by faith and we would love for you to account that as righteousness to our accounts lord we just want to have peace in this relationship with you and do life the way you want us to do it this morning thank you jesus christ for making this possible on the cross thank you we appreciate that day we appreciate you and we appreciate your prayers every day because we know you pray for us to have more faith so that we can please you more so thank you lord jesus we honor you we worship you in your most beautiful name the name above all names jesus christ amen <laughs>